With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Yannick Hanfman. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudler. This is Sebastian Wolfer. It's Mark Andrea Whistler. I am Francisco Serundolo. And, and you're listening, listening to the Into the Podcast. Hopefully you enjoy it. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. It's quarterfinal time at the Australian Open, and we've got some cracking quarterfinals coming up. We've got the likes of Novak Djokovic. He's up against Taylor Fritz. We've got the likes of Kim Wenzeng. She's looking fantastic. And we've got the likes of Coco Goff. How's she going to get on? Am I going to do better in the quarterfinals than I have done in the other predictions? That's the main question, JG. Yeah, so far I've done extremely well on these videos. Uh, I've beaten Ben in the third round, beaten him in the fourth round. I'm trying to win the quarterfinals as well. Um, of course, if you get the set score right, it's three points. Uh, just the match result, it's one point. And if you don't get it right, then you get the right wrong, wrong player, then you get zero points. Feel free to play along in the live chat or if you're not watching live in the comment section and we'll read them out. I'm just hoping uh, Ben's a little bit kinder to Novak Djokovic. We've seen some of his scathing criticism on some of the recent podcasts. We've seen he's not gone for him in straight sets on several prediction videos. And I'm hoping now we start to see the Nole fam uh, inside of Ben come out today. Well, uh like Novak Djokovic, I'm even wearing this in support of him today, uh, a wrist uh, cover, just because I know Novak Djokovic and me, we've got a lot in common, um, similar ages, my body seems to be uh, giving up on me probably a little bit uh, earlier than what his is though, I think. But yeah, I'm excited, mate. I will be supporting Djokovic, as you know, but how heavily will I be backing him? Well, we're going to get onto the predictions in a bit, but let's announce the quarterfinals. So cue the music and <laughs> hopefully we don't get this one wrong. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, so on the top half of the draw, we have the one and only Novak Djokovic. And he's pitted up against Taylor Fritz. 
the other match on the top half is Yannick Sinner, the Italian, the carrot, versus another ginger, Andre Rublev. <laughs> That's right. And we go now down to the bottom half. We have Daniel Medvedev versus Who Be Her Catch. And we also have the Spaniard, Carlitos Alcalas Ripa, against uh, <laughs> his Sasha Zverev. Let's move to the women. Uh, on the women, we have on the top, not Yelena Rabakana, not Igas Viantek. We have Linda Noskova versus Yastremska. And on the bottom, you can see them there, the beautiful Kalinskaya versus the even more beautiful King Wing Zhong. Ooh, wow, that is amazing. And on the bottom half of the draw, we know these ones very, very well. It is none other than the reigning defending champion, Alina Sabalenka versus Babola Krajcikova. And the reigning US Open champion, it is Coco Goff against junior champion of the Australian Open, Marta Kostyuk. There we go. In the music, the drama is over. These are the players. Oh, in the music. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> These are the players. We've got eight left on the men's, eight left on the women's, and we're going to be giving our predictions very soon. Before we do, let's get into some interesting statistics I've prepared. Um, on the men's first. This is the win-loss record in Grand Slam quarterfinals to date. So, Djokovic has played 57 of them. And <laughs> this is going to be his 58th. He's won 47 matches, quarterfinal matches, and lost 10. You'll be surprised <laughs> just looking at all the others. It's just not normal. Just Taylor sucks. Fritz has played two quarterfinals before, lost both. Sin has played five, won one, lost four. Rublev. Played nine, lost nine. Never won a quarterfinal matchup. Played a lot of them as well. Hubie Hercatch only had one and he's won it. Wow. Um, I believe that was Wimbledon. Yes. Uh, Medvedev played in eight and he's won seven, lost one. Zverev played in ten, won six, lost four. Alcaz has played in six so far, won four, lost two. So that is the players' quarterfinal predictions. Wow. What's your initial reaction? <laughs> the reaction to the Djokovic number, I feel it's always going to be the same. As long as he's there, that number is so lopsided against everybody else in the draw. Even people with the likes of like Zverev and Medvedev, it's just nuts, isn't it? To have that many, like 57 in total, and then to look at the likes of her catch, <laughs> just, just the one, but still a 100% record for her catch, though. So he's probably quite proud of that record, I'm sure. The, the big standout, though, has to be Andre Rublev. I mean, he needs to, say, get the monkey off his back of that one. They say we uh, cats have nine lives. I think he's lost all of them so far. Maybe he's into a new cat's life. Maybe this is the start of something new for Andre Rublev. Yeah, shout out to Gene who's joined us live. Hope you're well, Gene. Uh, we've got the Compliment King in as well. Shout hey. out to you. Uh, and he's saying, JG, they are all beautiful. Yes, they are. Um, but I just thought them two were particularly beautiful. Wow. 
complimentary. <laughs> Great marketing, I think they've got. Yeah, very, very, very marketable. marketable. <laughs> That's it. Very PC. That's it. <laughs> um, I've got another stat for you, Ben, if you're ready for it. Go for it. And this is about consistency and efficiency. So, Ooh. on the men's tour and the women's so far, this Australian Open, Carlos Alcaraz has produced the fewest unforced errors. With only 83 unforced errors this tournament. Wow. Sabalenka on this on the women's side of the Australian Open has produced the fewest. Uh, but it is a bit unfair. Quick I don't matches. know why they're giving it to her because <laughs> it's the same as Coco Goff's there looking at it. Both with 57. I'm surprised that they put her as the graphic. Uh, maybe there was some other statistic what sort of evened it out. But you can see there, this is what I thought was interesting more than anything. Taylor Fritz is second for fewest unforced errors so far this tournament. Better than Sinner, better than Djokovic, and better than Medvedev. Wow, I mean, that does surprise me. And I'd like to know how many of them came in his first round match, to be honest, because I reckon he's probably he's improved like yeah. leaps and bounds since that first round match, where we thought, oh my God, what's happened to him? How did he just squeeze through that match? And, and then, since then, he's looked great. I mean, he looked against Sissipas, arguably his greatest ever Grand Slam match uh, that I've ever seen like Taylor Fritz play. That's my personal opinion. Against Sitsipas, who's really good in Australia. So, fair play. That's a great statistic. But uh, the other ones on the list, who's the... I'm just going to try and make it a little bit bigger so I can see. Down there, her catch there is just after Djokovic, but Djokovic there fourth on the list. So I don't think we'd be yeah. that disappointed with that. I mean, we, a couple of the matches had a few too many of them, to be honest. But, I mean, it's Djokovic in the first week of a slam. I don't expect it to be too high. I reckon if you look at his second week of a slam stats, I bet they're a lot less. <laughs> yeah. Carlos will be really pleased. And um, looking at it, you could maybe make a case that Carlos has been the best player so far this Australian Open. I know I've been saying Sinner every single round, but statistically, Carlos has not made many mistakes whatsoever. Um, but I still feel it's really tight on the men's between them four players. Probably Medvedev been the fourth, but then with Djokovic, Alcalas, Sinner, I can't call it. It feels like one of them three yeah. are the real top dogs to win. And you can't discount Medvedev because he could really turn it on. On the women's, it's between Sabalenka and Coco Goff, but as it's gone on, I'm more siding with Coco Goff than Sabalenka as my favourite now. It's really, it's really tough. I mean, that one, like you can see, I don't know why they've given it to Sabah, maybe because she's reigning champion at the Australian Open. Maybe that's what uh, tipped the balance for them. But yeah, it's neck and neck there. And we know that Coco can beat Sabah and at a slam as well. If, if those two meet each other... We're going to really find out. And whoever wins, like we've said already, they will be the favourite in the final should they meet each other. So, yeah. yeah, This is a good one. So on the women's, it's going to be the first all-Gen Z Grand Slam quarterfinal lineup in women's tennis history. Uh, you can see there, this is the, eight, the years these players were born. So the oldest <laughs> is Krajcikova, with the youngest being Noskova. And Coco Goff there, both for 2004. Insane. Wow. And it is not... I believe there was another one for the men's, which is down here somewhere. Um, because I did see the men's. Scrolling, 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 scrolling. Keep scrolling, scrolling. 
Uh, is it on one of these ones? <laughs> no, I can't find it now. But there was the men's one was in 2022. So the one where Alaklas won the US Open, 2022 US Open, where you had the likes of TFO, Rude, Rublev there, Alcaraz. Yeah, I don't. Unfortunately, I can't find the tweet. But there was eight players who were all Gen Z. So we've seen the one for the men's. We've mm. now seen the one for the women's. Are you? Um, what do you have to say about it? All? I mean, the the most shocking thing about it, and I'm sure everyone will agree, is the fact that Coco Goff is still still the, the youngest one. Essentially, I mean, I'm not sure what the the age is on months, but the fact that she is 2004, and like you said, you you you're tipping her to win the whole thing really now, and that's the the credit to her. I think if we look back a couple of years. We, the, the growth that she's shown even over the past one year and the fact that she, I think that when she turned the corner was when she beat Eager, to be honest. Mm. That beat, beating Eager, I think it was at Cincinnati, was a massive turning point in her career for belief in herself. And the fact that she's matured so much on a tennis court in a slam now and the fact that she goes out there just to have fun and actually not uh, allow the nerves to get to her massive turning point for Coco Goff and I think she just realizes she is still young and she doesn't have to be winning everything at this point in her career and the pressure lifts off her shoulders when she realizes she probably has another like 20 years on the tour or something ridiculous in front of her so I think it's brilliant what she's been doing and I love the story of Noskova as well I think the fact that she got through the way she did against Svitolina that I mean you can't help that but I think for her, sometimes uh, like a door opens in life for people. And I think maybe now is just her time. That this was her chance now for a quarterfinal. Will she take it with both hands and uh, go running with it all the way through to the semi final, though? Yeah, so not too long to wait now. I believe we've got uh, about three and a half hours. And the first match will be on, which will be Marta Kostrick versus Coco Goff. We'll then have Djokovic Fritz. And then the evening session will be Krajikova Sabalenka, followed by Sina Andre Rublev. So these are the matches we're going to be having on day 10, maybe. And yep, I believe day it. 11 will be Herkach Medvedev, Zverev Alcaraz, Kalinskaya King Wenzhong, Noskova Yastrzemska. I don't know what order they are yet, yeah. but they've not been announced. I've made it up so far. I've just put some times in provisionally on the... Uh on the prediction sheet because I'm assuming they're going to be like those times, but I don't know which order they're in. So don't take this for gospel on the thing I've done. I just add, I just copy pasted down and just guessed who I think will probably be first and second, but they'll. Okay. But you know what I mean? Because I looked at the first day's one. There's going to be a women's one first, a men's one second, a women's one third, a men's one fourth. That's pretty much what they're going to do. I'm sure they're not going to change that format. Right. Enough of the waffle. Let's get into the real stuff. <laughs> this is where champions are made, and I'm sick of Ben giving terrible predictions and losing every single episode. So can he turn his fortunes around? You'll find out right now. Let's go. Okay, right, so... Come on. Here we go. Right, so we're going to start off, uh, I think, with the the timings and the obviously the first match. So we're going to start from the top. Do you want me to zoom in a little bit or should no, I just leave it like perfect. that? Okay. So Coco Goff versus Marta Kostyuk 
this is the match that kicks off the quarterfinals. Make sure if you are at home listening, watching, send us your predictions in the comments section in the live chat now. And if you're on Spotify as well, make sure you give us a follow and you can leave comments on there as well. So please leave them on Spotify. We read them all and love to hear your thoughts as well on this. First up, do we flip a coin or is it you just winning? You go first. <laughs> it's like we did I am going to be very kind. And because I've been beating you all the time, I'm going to let you choose if you want to go first or second. I'm going first. Okay. Right. Okay. So I'll go first. And I'm going to go with Coco Goff to win in straight sets. Yep. Me too. So you can copy and paste oh, that. Oh, no. This is what I was worried was happening if I go first. He's going to stick to his guns. He's not just going to, not like me. I'm not I going just... for the differentials, Ben. I'm going for the winning result. This one, I'm going to have Sabalenka winning in straight sets. Okay. You're going Sabalenka to love. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one, isn't it? This is the one. This could really like uh, sort the men from the boys. It Don't could be a bad... I don't think Krajikova's going to win it, but she is good for a set. We've seen it time and time again. Problem is, she also could just completely flop. If she doesn't turn up, I just have no idea with Krajic. I don't want the same predictions as you because I don't get any satisfaction from just having the same either. Just go so, with what you think is going to happen. That's all you I'm going to go do. Sabalenka in three then. <laughs> Oh, you know Kalajika will win if it's in three now. That's the problem. That's, <laughs> that's what I don't like about it. Right, move okay, to the men. Okay, do you go first or second on the men's? I'm being very kind. I'm letting you choose. I'll go it. first on the... Well, as we're continuing, I'll, okay. as it's Novak Djokovic. The big thing, I think we said it earlier on as well, uh, Novak Djokovic versus Taylor Fritz. I don't think he hasn't won a set against Djokovic since the Australian Open in 2021. Djokovic was famously injured in that matchup and Taylor Fritz was playing his best tennis and still lost to an injured Djokovic. I feel like Fritz is playing even better than he was playing then, but it's still not going to be enough. But Djokovic is playing his best tennis now as well. I'm going to be going, obviously, Djokovic. There's no, like, uh, surprises that I'm Fritz picking. can win this one. No, I don't think so. Well, this is the it's big time, thing. It's about time you're getting behind him a little bit. You've been very critical of him on the last few episodes. So I'm like, I'm really grateful to see you being supportive of Novak. Well, you've really upset I've... some people as well, Bev. Is it you that I've upset? I know you're the new biggest Djokovic fan these days, picking him to win the tournament, having him to win or every yeah. round. I think I've just got to be sensible. I know that there's part of me going like, yeah, Fritz is playing well. Just look at the stats. Look what Djokovic does. Look at he bageled Manorino twice. He's just going to beat Taylor Fritz again. And Taylor Fritz can eat some veggie mite this time. Okay, so I'm going to be having Novak Djokovic to win in four sets. Oh, he's goaded me in there. I think that's what he's just been trying to do the whole time. He wanted me to do straight <laughs> sets and he's got his wish. Now I've lost again. <laughs> right. It might be five. Who knows? That's what I've, If he gets one, I hope that Fritz then gets two. Okay, <laughs> Djokovic so. wins in five. Yeah. For this right. one, this is super tough. Here we go. This is the um, big one. I think I'm going to go 
for Sinner in four. Yannick Sinner in four for JG. And I don't think I am. I think I'm going to go for Sinner in three. <laughs> so I think you're just going to switch it up because I went straight to the last one and got so many points. But this time, you know there's going to be sets either way. I don't know. They've been the best players this tournament. So and yeah. I feel that Rublev went to five. He could, look at the record. He's not a nine. It doesn't mean he's not going to win a set. I know, but I'm just trying to uh, bolster my argument here. Oh, wow. You've gone for straight sets, Djokovic, straight sets, Sinner. Straight um, sets golf. Straight <laughs> sets golf as well. Straight sets Ben, they're going to start calling him. Oh, but not straight sets Savalenka. That's probably the most obvious one, probably. I've missed off. But Klaichikova, I don't know anymore with her. I can't predict Klaichikova matches. Okay, day well, 11, Ben. On to the women's. On to the women's. Noskova versus Yastremska. I don't think I'm going to take into account that she didn't play and it's going to be a fitness thing. Don't think it matters whatsoever. And I actually, there's just part of me that just got something that just thinks that Yastremska at the moment is going to do it. I don't know what it is, but I think I'm going for Yastremska to win. And I think she's going to win in three. Okay. And I'm going to have Noskova winning in three. Oh, so we got something different from this one. She's beaten is... one Ukrainian in Svitolina. Now she's going to beat another one. Proper beating. She's going to be revenge. Yes, she broke her. She broke Svitolina. Oh, poor Svitolina! It was a horrible sight to see. Don't like to see her in pain. And finally, this one for you to pick first: Kim Winjeng versus uh, Anna Kalinskaya. I'm going to have Kim Winjeng in three. All right, so I think that that's quite a wise one, to be honest. I was sort of airing towards that one. I'm just trying to think if I'm thinking. I'm. I think I'm going to go Kim Winjeng in straight sets. Oh, just another <laughs> straight one. Yeah, I just I don't know because I feel that the fact she is the highest seed in that section it has to count for something she looked great in her la in her fourth round match as well she had a bagel in there as well Callan Skyers looked good but she's not come up against the type of uh, opponent like Kim Win Jeng I'm convincing myself it's straight sets Jeng well this is back to back quarterfinals for her yeah and I think true. I've got her sixth in my top 10 or 7th 6th or 7th and you've got our 8th so I've gone we've both gone very big having her inside the top 10 and I certainly think that is really possible so I hope she wins and she is the player I'd like to see in the final from that um, top half is she above or below Hadab Meyer your... uh, just one below, one or two below okay just was checking I couldn't remember where I put her in my one I'm yeah. interested enough. I did check the other day and it is you put a one spot below me. I think you might have gone eighth, I've gone seventh. Yeah, I've probably got some. I've got Mia Andreva creeping in my one. <laughs> Hopefully that's I think you've got not... book up there. Oh, that's the one that ruins it all for me. Hopefully she comes back from injury. Uh, we've got a shout out quickly to yep. Demario here. Thank you so much for the Cheers, super Demario. chat there. Saying it's time for Hubert to win with Med again and have another shot in a Grand Slam semi-final. We waited way too long to have him deep. 
uh, to have a deep run at a Grand Slam. 3-2 going for the scoreline there. Wow. Well, let's get on to that one because we've not done it. Really like that for a one, but that's good. You've got your pick in first. Make sure to put yours in the live chat as well. We want to have a look at yours. We'll read through some of them once we've done ours as well. Yep. Any super chats we will read out as well. And if you're a member, we'll read out some of your picks too. So appreciate that, Demario. Uh, but on to day 11 for the men's Medvedev Hercatch. Probably the toughest match of all of the quarterfinals. I think this is the most even. Hercatch leads the yeah. head to head. He's beaten him on the last few times they've played. And Medvedev's probably going to be so scared because Hubi Hercatch has played very, very well. And I can understand what Demario's saying completely. I'm, I'm worried for Medvedev. I'm not going to lie. I feel that this is. One of those matches where it might not even be that entertaining either. I'm sorry to say that, Demario, as well, but I know that Hercatch, he could just blow him out of the water with tie breaks and that type of well, serving. Well, prediction first, Ben, so... <sighs> I think... Give us your best. We've got Gene in with a Hercatch 3-1. The, there's, I just feel that there's levels to to tennis... And I feel that at the Australian Open on a hard court slam, if you don't consider Daniel Medvedev one of the best players in the world, then I don't think you know what you're doing. So I will be going for Daniel Medvedev to win, and I will be going for him to win in five. Okay. I'm going to have Medvedev also winning, but in four. I feel that there's going to be two Hercatch tie breaks. There's, there's going to be a, a tie break win for Hercatch. I'll be surprised if he doesn't take a set. Look what he did to Djokovic at Wimbledon. I mean, Djokovic's two two yeah. sets Djokovic won were both on yeah, there tie was breaks. Just, there was nothing in it as well. It yeah. was so close. It was super close. So, yeah, I mean, we both got gone for Medvedev there. Medvedev did look a bit dodgy against Borges in a spell. He hit, Gene's right, he hit 11 double faults in this period. It was terrible. Got them all out of the way. Yeah, they're all they're all out now. He's not mm. got any left. He has he has the ability to do that in any match. That's the thing. The one thing with Hubi, I would say though, that where Medvedev does stand on the court, it does allow for him a bit more time to be able to get the ball back in play. But Hubi is a great serve volleyer as well, so there is a counter of it. Medvedev's smart. That's the one thing that you were saying on the uh, podcast earlier. He's very good at deducing. How his player, how is yeah, adjusting how his opponent is, well, adjusting his game to how his opponent is playing, and from slam to slam, he works on his mistakes, and I feel like he is always improving as well. Like we saw, he beat Alcalaz the last time he played him because he'd been embarrassed by him on the court before. Hercatch is losing to him in the head-to-head. I think he'll want to get some uh, something back over Hercatch in this match. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, this one next, I'm going to make mm. it difficult for you because I'm going to be going for Carlos Alcalaz to win in straight sets, just like he did in the quarterfinals at the US Open. The last slam we saw, it was straight sets, and I'm going for the same. Alcalaz has impressed me so much this event, and I am going for him to win in straights. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to waste any time. I'm actually doing the exact same thing. This was one that I wasn't really going to flip-flop around on. Alcalaz obviously covered the match uh, against Ketsmanovic. Ketsmanovic played incredibly well. And it just was just not enough. Like Zverev, the only thing that he has that's better, I'd say, is the serve. If the serve's firing, yeah, he might be able to get himself to a tie break. He might be able to, but I don't even know if he's going to be able to hold it together enough to be able to 
force him into a tiebreak. I think Alcalaz will break him in each of the sets, and I think that he will win in straights. Yeah, shout out to Zenga Tiger as well, a big Kezmanovic fan. Yeah. Um, but there we go. Let's wrap it up there. <laughs> that is our quarter-final predictions at the Australian Open. New We've done our picks <laughs> round by round. Let us know whose predictions do you think are better. Who do you think is going to win? Only time will tell. And like I said, the first match-up is going to be... Coco Goff, Kostyuk. Coco Goff, Kostyuk, followed by Djokovic, Taylor Fritz. Don't go anywhere. We'll be covering Djokovic, Fritz on the channel. And I'm just hoping that Fritz takes a set. We'll see you guys very soon. Uh, Make sure to like and subscribe and join us on Spotify from time to time. (laughs) Definitely do it. See you soon. Beautiful voices. (laughs) Bye-bye. Podcast Network.